Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'm challenging the those schools to fill out that place, okay? Because you made such a big deal about it going there. So now go and show up and pack it out. Get loud. Get crazy. You're allowed to now. Go and do it. Hello and welcome to Game Time CT and High and Tight. <laughs> I'm Scott Erickson and we are joined as always by Pete Guaga. Pete. Welcome back. We're doing these like every four days now. Peter. I know. We, we, we have seen each other way too much. I really like in the 10th episode, you uh, you went with a new intro. Yeah, I was you're, not You're just doing different things 10 episodes in now. Flying off the cuff. <laughs> well, it feels like it, man. It feels like, you know, Saturday feels like it was yesterday. I mean, granted, it was a day before, but it's it's so fast, this whole tournament. Um, and it's it really is a sprint. Um you know, we said that at the beginning, but you're really starting to feel it. We're seeing some pitchers who some teams haven't, you know, used in a really long time um, because, you know, the games are so condensed and everything. But Greenwich, Greenwich used a kid that hadn't pitched all year to close the game uh, against War the other day. I mean, there it is. And I thought at least he'd been on the mound. I asked the coach, I said, uh, when's the last time Minjone pitched? He goes, not this year. <laughs> oh, Minjone, Christian closed it out. It's my guy oh, right there. Close it out. Yeah, That's my guy. I'm, I'm allowed to root for him because, like, family. Because I know oh, okay. his family. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, he came in uh, and it was, like, one on or two on in the this, in this top of the seventh and, uh, and closed the show there for Greenwich. Nice. He's, uh, he's, Heading to the all FCAC final four of double L. Um, we, we knew, we knew that this was a possibility when we looked at the quarterfinals last episode and so many people are asking, they're like, Oh, who do you think the best conference is now? It's like, all right. Yeah. It's the FCAC. I don't think, you know, I don't think that was up for debate. Not, the, yeah. not this year. No, I don't think it was year. up for debate this year. I mean, having these four teams and, you know, three of them being low seeds is really impressive. And, it says a lot about the teams. It says a lot about what they went through during the season um, to be here. It says a lot about the kids on this team. You know, you look, you look at these teams. These are good teams. These guys have good players. Alliston Moore on Norwalk. He's been lights out this postseason for for the Bears in the state tournament. Obviously, his no hitter against Amity is the highlight. Um, and Edvard and Edvardson has been just as good. They're number two. I mean, yeah. not not a no hitter, but. He's been really good as, as well. Yeah, and McMahon, obviously, they got Myerson, who is a human highlight reel. Um, great Watch catcher, but just an absolute power bat. West Hill's got guys, you know, your boy Benner, um, <laughs> who doesn't play. He doesn't play the outfield. He plays shortstop. Did we figure that out? Shortstop. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, they got He guys. might be moving back and forth. I mean, kids move around. That, that's yeah. They got, they got guys. guys. And look, we knew these teams were good all year, and we kept saying, "Look, the FCX schools are beating each other up right now." And when you have a team like Darien, like if you saw Darien play this year, like that's a really good baseball team. They had four wins because they were playing the FCX, 
And the FCAC was so, so deep this year. Well, let's give them credit. They had two in the FCAC, so they had like six wins this year. Six wins total. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, well, let's not Um, sell Coach Mike Scott short here. And then they went up to Hamden and gave them a good game in the first round. But, uh, you know, am I surprised? I mean, it's always surprising when one conference does this. We have to go back and look and see when that happened last because it's really rare and really hard. Yeah, Uh, We knew they'd have two because there was four on one side. But then McMahon was able to beat Newington and, and West Hill uh, was able to get through two. And here we are. And yeah. uh, it's, we had a little new, a breaking news yesterday with the double L. <laughs> yes. The FCAC. Look, I love the coaches. Uh, the athletic directors are great. It's just, it's just every year with this, we, we get it with football all the time, right? Oh, we yep. should move the game. You know, coaches openly campaigning to move the game. Uh, does it make sense to have the game at Kubeta? Yes, absolutely. I won't argue that. It's two two games. Two games. Yeah, two games. Yeah. yeah, the semifinals there. There's four FCAC teams. Have them go there. It makes sense. I get it. Four FCAC teams it. all within 15 miles of the stadium. Yes. Too. Like, the it's not thing, Richfield and Banbury. The thing that's funny, and I don't uh, – the Greenwich baseball team tweeted out last night, and I got a kick out of it. It was something like, it's not – you know, the news is out there. Um, the They said tomorrow, but it was late last night, so they meant Tuesday. Uh, the semifinal game will be played at Cubetta instead of all the way up in Waterbury. Now, I just want to let everyone know, Greenwich High School is 59 miles away from Municipal Stadium. Okay? Yeah. A quick Google map search will tell you that Greenwich is 69 miles away from Palmer Field. Okay? Right. So they're going to go further for the final. So like, let's not well, here's what I'll crazy say. here. All the finals are played at Palmer. That's the way it is. That should never change. That's a special thing for everybody yeah having every all the games in one place and i would say and i said this to you uh on twitter and i said it to you in person if there was even one other team from outside of the fcx in this final four no way they would they should move it they should have played at municipal you know yeah. if newington had gotten through um hall, yeah municipal or hall gotten through play at municipal 100 percent yeah this is a very unique situation and you have a chance to absolutely pack Cubetta Stadium, which has not happened in a long time. Like that uh, place know, hasn't you, been packed, packed. Yeah, I mean, you you hope so. You you hope that it is packed. There are I, I mean, there was a lot of people at graduations. Yeah. Um, you know, AP exams and stuff like that. Like you hope that they do pack it out. Yeah, so kids are fine. I want photos. I want photos yeah. of that place packed because you know what? I I challenge. There it is. I'm challenging the those schools to fill out that place. Okay. Because you made such a big deal about it going there. So now go and show up and pack it out, get loud, get crazy. You're allowed to now go and do it. Let's see. These are great baseball towns. And I think that they are going to show up big time. I hope so. Big time. I, I, and and there's schools that are like itching for championships, West Hill, Norwalk and McMahon. When they get to this point in state tournaments, whatever the sport, they generally turn up i will way. and i and i bet I and these bet are all huge be, schools too yeah. they're all big schools yeah i bet we'll see um other fcx schools there to watch i would i would hope so I would, um, i'm gonna be there super early like, yeah i would be. super early <laughs> but like i want i want photos i want big fan groups i want you know loud and crazy like respectably crazy but like do it you got it you asked for it you got it now do it now get uh, I will say that, loud, get big, get have a great time there, and yeah, then whoever wins, 
Go to, go to Palmer. Palmer. Go to Palmer. Go to Palmer. There's no, there's no excuse not to go to Palmer on Saturday. That, that's a well, great no, trip. it's so it's so far away. Although I will say Greenwich has junior prom Friday night and senior prom Saturday night, so they, they they'll have to contend with that. But um, yeah, well, they got they got to get there first. You got to get there first. I'm not I, I'm not counting anyone out anymore. <laughs> you can't. You have to, I, it's the final four. There's no there's I, no counting people out at this point. Well, Even the as, people that we pick, we're not exactly counting out yeah. the other teams. We know in all four classes that all four teams can win state championships at this point. Oh my God. Yeah. And as we, um, so those are the double L's we'll move to L cause there's a little funny. So the FCAC obviously is going to have a full championship um, in double L it's going to be FCAC teams in L there's a chance for an, an all SEC final. If Lyman Hall beats Berlin and hand beats Avon. Now Lyman Hall all over me on Twitter. They are all over me. They uh, best tweet I got on Saturday after they won was can um, keep sleeping on us parentheses. I'm only saying this because I have to keep it going. We'll buy you Neil's donuts. Oh, <laughs> oh. so I was like, that's, this that's is why I do it. People ask me why I do this for a living. And it's the answer They're is donuts. donuts. <laughs> I don't get these offers. I don't get meal donuts offers. But uh, Lyman Hall's got Berlin. Lyman Hall beat North Haven in an all-SEC matchup in the quarterfinals. And Berlin hasn't allowed a run yet in this state tournament. They beat East Haven 8-0, East Lyme 5-0. They beat Windsor 4-0, and then they get Lyman Hall. On the other side, that's, Hand, really, that's really impressive. It's very impressive. Berlin, they, not were give up a the, run. they were in the L finals two years ago. It's a great, again, another great baseball town and community. Yeah. And like, it's not a mistake that this team is back in no. this situation again. Like no. they're really hand, well coached. And yeah, and we got, we got hand and Avon on the other side, hand beat Bunnell, Bristol central, and they beat Bethel in the quarters to get to the finals for the first time, I believe since 2008 to get to the semifinals. I was a senior in high school at the time <laughs> uh, and Avon beat, uh, they beat Platt Tech in the opener. They beat Brookfield. They beat Wilton. Those are two good teams from good conferences. Uh, Avon is still alive playing Daniel Hand. The winners of those will play in the finals at Palmer Field. Um, they're playing their semis also. Semis at Palmer, Palmer yeah. Yeah, with Hand and Avon playing the 3.30. Berlin, Lyman Hall playing the 7 o'clock. We could have a chalk final. We could have a 1-2. I think if you would have told me at the beginning that Hand and Berlin would be in the finals, I'd say – yeah, that makes sense. Um, but we could also have a 12 yeah. and a 22 in the final. So there's a lot on the table here. Um, you know, Hand is doing what we thought they would. Um, Berlin, I, not that they're surprising because they were the two. But, you know, we said this at the beginning and we just talked about it with the FCAC. The FCAC played each other and they're a smaller conference, right? So right. they beat each other up. They played each other. The SEC split their conference into, like they normally do, into four divisions, and there wasn't really that great amount of crossover between the better teams. So, right. like, Hamden and Fairfield Prep really only played each other were their best games. Uh, Hand and Amity, they were each other's best games. And then you look at the CCC with Avon and Berlin and Southington and East Catholic and Windsor and all these teams, and it's like, the CCC is so big. So yes, they only play each other, but if you don't get the crossover in a year where the teams are good, 
You don't, you know what I mean? You don't really grasp. Well, look, uh, Berlin played all the good teams yeah. in that league. They played Hall. They played Southington. They played Windsor. They played East Catholic. They played Glastonbury. They played Weathersfield. They played everyone that is good in that conference this year. They lost East Catholic. They lost to Southington, uh, you know, six nothing and 10 nothing. But they beat Hall. They beat Windsor. They beat Simsbury. Like, they beat everyone that was in front of them, uh, which is all you can do. But they played everyone that was good in that yep. league, including you know East Catholic and, and Southington, who are the top two teams in that league. So or maybe Berlin's one of the top so two we teams. Thought. In the maybe they're better than Southington, you know. So yeah, so we thought because it's kind of hard to grasp without out of conference and stuff like that. Um, but Berlin's here. The Red Coats are here. Um, I hope they still don't hate me after 2019 when I just picked against them every round. Um, but it could be, this could look, I think, Ed, and you said this with double L, like any team that gets here now, it's going to be a good final. Um, oh, yeah. not, you're not, there's no accidents at this point. Um, it would be great know. to see a one versus two matchup. That's very rare. Yes. It's very rare to get a one versus two. It'd be really cool to see Lyman Hall get there. You know, this is a team. It would. That, Absolutely. It's a great story. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, and talking about one versus two in the finals. Class M. Well, uh, all chalk. All chalk. East, East chalk, Catholic. East Catholic. Number one versus number four Waterford in one of the quarterfinals in one of the semis, and number two Northwestern versus number three Woodland in the other quarterfinals. So all at Muzzy. Uh, all at Muzzy. Sorry, all in the semifinals. All at Muzzy. Uh, teams are getting on buses and driving there. Um, so hey, let me ask you a question: What do you prefer, Muzzy or Palmer? What's your Palmer. favorite one? Palmer. Okay. I love Palmer Field. You know what? You want to know yeah. the thing about Palmer Field? And this is not a, really a knock on Muzzy because I haven't really been at a lot of games there. I just really love the press box of Palmer Field. Like, yeah, it's, you it's have such a, it's, you it's have the a best nice, around. It's yeah, best. you have the nice place to work. They have the different areas to shoot photos and video up the line. Um, it's just, I just, you get there. I mean, you just get there and you just get this feeling, right? You're like, when I was there for the CTC finals, I was like, ooh, it's playoff baseball. Yeah, I love Palmer and it is the best place to work from. I think if I'm just watching a game, I prefer Muzzy because it's just the grandstand's just so cool to like hang out in. The yeah. press box is a nightmare, uh, like 500 feet in the air. <laughs> yeah. I never even go up there. Like, I, no. just, I just sit in the grandstand or find somewhere else to work, but. Uh, it's and tough. In, I really, really have a soft spot for Muzzy, but Palmer is so Palmer, awesome. And they all have leather chairs in the press box. Yeah, Palmer's like really nice. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Cubetta's got to get it together before the press shows up on Tuesday because the situation in that press box is not good. It was like a mishmash of terrible chairs. Do they you actually know? put the floor down. They cleaned it a little bit, but it's uh, that needs to be fixed up before the press descends on there on Tuesday. Do um. Do we know who has a really awesome press box with air conditioning? Municipal. <laughs> Municipal stadium, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't even sit in. I usually end up no, going out. Uh, I'm usually sitting behind home plate, like yeah. on the, those benches. But, but uh, Well, Scott and I did get yelled at at, at at Municipal two years ago. They were doing all the construction. We did for, yeah, we, we walked into a construction site without hard hats to use their porta potty, and it did not go well. We got, we got yelled at. <laughs> we were so confused. Oh, like really yelled at. <laughs> Which was, it was fair and understandable. We just, we asked someone, we were like, where's like the bathroom? And some person was like, yeah, you could just use the porter potty right here. Scott and I go like underneath the orange like fence. And all of a sudden 
we just get yelled at. What are you guys doing here? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like, we're 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 gonna be here for six hours. We we really just have to use the bathroom. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, but uh, I uh, municipal have... looks great, by the way. So I and I like municipal stadium as well, but. I just think in this case, it's the right thing to do that they yeah. did it. Um, let's go to class S and look at class S. Or do you have something else to say about them? Well, I was going to say, I mean, I saw East Catholic. Um, oh, that's right. Oh, let's Warriors. talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Frank Mazzucato's no hit streak ended. Sad. Um, Hard to get so, through those Amato boys. Yeah, those. that was an all-time stat I, I want to take full credit for. Uh, I great. came up with it in my head. The Amatos have two hits against them. The rest of the state has zero. That's yep. fantastic. 50% of the Amato brothers ha- have hits because there's four of them. Um, but uh, I mean, it was, it was the best percentage of a chance of someone getting a hit. So yeah. uh, if you were, if you, if you had picked that ahead of time saying, I think one of the Amato boys is going to get a hit. <laughs> well, I will say it was, and a, they're also really, they're really good baseball players. Yes, they team. are. Andrew, Andrew even got to pitch in the seventh inning, which was all time. Oh, really? He caught six innings oh, man. out there. He's grunting like, Whoa! and like these Catholic <laughs> guys on the bench are like, they're like chirping. They're like, why are you grunting? And he just looks over. He goes, I just caught six innings. I am gas. This is all I have. <laughs> I love it. That's all. That all I have is a baseball conversation. Yeah. Uh, but Mazzucato went three and two thirds. He only threw 74 pitches. Yeah. So Frankie is available on Tuesday uh, for yeah. something. Uh, Ethan Udemark came in and then they went with, I believe, uh, a junior varsity pitcher uh, for the seventh, Paulus. Um, I could be wrong, could be a varsity kid, but he's not one of their main guys. Right. Um, so it looks like TJ Wynn will probably get the start against Waterford, a very good Waterford team um, in the semifinals with Frankie ready to go if needed. Because, um, you know, you can look at Saturday all you want, but you have to win on Tuesday to get there. Yeah. And uh, I think you, it was – You cannot the- overlook it. And, and Waterford's really good team. I mean, Connor – Padoezwa? I had no idea how to pronounce that kid's name. Sorry, <laughs> really Connor. sorry, Connor. <laughs> Padezwa. I'm going to say Padezwa. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say is his name. Uh, anyway, he's an all-state caliber kid. Whether or not I can pronounce his name does not take away from the fact that he is a really good baseball player. Yeah. And if he's pitching, I don't know if he's going to pitch that game, but if he is, East Catholic's going to have a hard time with him. Yeah, I actually – I think he pitched against Shane, uh, but I but could – He's lined up for the final. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, I and again, I don't know how many pitches he threw, exactly. what he does, you know, because again, these guys do the play with it where they take him out of pitch short uh, so that they're eligible to continue right. on the next day. So. And they, they beat a good Sheen team. Uh, look, we were, we're seeing what Lyman Hall is doing in L. Sheen kind of the same way. You know, they took their licks. They played L and double L schools all year and they got to M and it's a little bit different. And uh, they played Waterford really well, four to two. Um but yeah, I mean, it's this is the quarterfinal. I think we all uh, this I keep saying quarterfinal. Semifinal, yeah. I think this is the semifinal that we really wanted. Um, you know. Yeah, and look, this is pretty amazing. Like, there's four teams. There's four teams here in M. Three combined losses. Yeah. That's a heck of a final four. Yeah, and then I we mean, get if you to can't the get excited for that. Woodland, Woodland, uh, Woodland made it. They recovered from an early exit in the NVL tournament. They beat yep. two NVL teams in the first two rounds uh, to get to the corners. They took care of Bacon Academy on Saturday. They get Northwestern Berkshire League represent uh, Jake Berkshire Reisdorf, uh, Birdo, 
the boys are playing well. Northwestern is a good baseball program. They they made the finals in 15. I think they made the finals after that again. I just remember 15 because I was there. Yeah, a lot uh, of seniors in that team this year too. Yeah. A lot of seniors. Really good program. I think that one's going to be a really good game at Muzzy. It's the early game. I think M might have the best like semifinal when you look at it where both of these games could be really good. And yeah. I think, you know, Muzzy's going to be popping on um, on Tuesday. Absolutely. I mean, whenever you have East Catholic playing right now, people are turning it up. So, oh, and then, God, the place was packed. You want to tell you, oh, God, this is not a knock on Weston. I, I, I want to preface this. But we really should have a run rule in the state tournament. That's all I'm saying. It Saturday's game – dragged on it was and it's not look you want to score runs because there is no lead safe in base no, you gotta keep you gotta keep playing if you gotta if, keep if playing the game's going on you gotta keep going exactly take it bats normally but there's no way to stop scoring in baseball exactly but it was 19 to 1 it was 100 degrees outside it was so hot sir. so hot um but you know it's good to see what to, to see weston they're young they're gonna be back this is this might be the beginning of like a dominant period uh, for Weston, they did win the SWCs this year. I think you could argue they're the favorite uh, next year in the SWC. Um, and, three, and three of those Amato boys are back. Yeah, three of the Amato boys are back. It's very hard to replace a guy like Andrew Amato. Um, of course. But it's it's an exciting time to be a Weston baseball player. And I know they're down about how the season ended, but they're going to be back. And I think we're going to be talking about them a lot next season. I think so. I think they're, you know, one of those teams that we'll, we'll talk about as a preseason top 10 next year uh, with all the kids they have coming back. But let's get through this year first. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we, uh, and then we have uh, Cog and Chog taking on three Catholic schools in yes. uh, Class S. Yes. We always love. Um, we'll start at the top. St. Paul, like Woodland, recovered from a first-round exit in the NVLs. They got to Immaculate. I think, Scott, Ryan Daniels, you know, I think he took offense to you not putting him on uh, five players to watch the rest of the way in the state tournament. Oh, yeah. Because Ryan Daniels went three for three with a home run, a single, and a double. I I haven't spoken to Ryan. This is just my guess. Speculation, yeah. That he uh, – I think he took a little offense to that, and he took it out on Chapak. Okay. I mean, I think he just takes out – I think he just dominates everyone he plays all the time, regardless of what anyone is is or is not writing about him. Uh, in retrospect, uh, he was my next kid that I was going to do, and I should have put him over um, uh, Miles Langhorn, who ended up – is actually, for granted, just out for the rest of the year, uh, from what I understand, uh, hurt. So um, I, I had him on my list hoping he would come back. But yeah, Chapa, Daniels, you're going to blame anyone, just blame Scott Erickson. There you go. It's my fault that Ryan Daniels is awesome. All, all year, just sold that kid short. He just threw it in my face. Uh, I have not sold him short. I think he's great. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, and, and Izzo's great, too. That whole lineup just – Yeah, Serato as well. The ball. Like, Ceruto. Yeah, 16 runs is not, is not one or two kids. That is a whole lineup hitting the baseball against a pretty good Chapag team. And St. Paul um, is in the semifinals at Sage Park playing in the 1 o'clock game which they did in 2019 where they were leading Coventry and then lost. So they could uh, exercise some demons on Tuesday against Immaculate. And Immaculate, 
coming out of that very tough SWC, as we talked about. Yeah. I thought the SWC was a really strong conference this year with, with Weston and, and uh, Brookfield and New Fairfield and Massick and, um, you know, Immaculate played in that. And that was one of the reasons why they had a, a lower seed, of course. Uh, but when you get into this S tournament and you're a private school and you're small and you've played in, in one of these conferences, the SWC or the SEC or the FCAC, you can make some noise. It's not the first time we've seen a team do this. And no. it's not totally shocking that, that Immaculate is here. No, it's not shocking because we have seen it done on the other side of the bracket. <laughs> Number 23, Northwest Catholic, who who I did pick. Let's be honest here. I did, did pick, pick Northwest, Northwest Catholic, Catholic. You did. Um, to get to the semifinals against Cock and Shock. Uh, you know, Northwest Catholic, they beat Valley Regional, who was in the Shoreline Finals. Uh, they beat Canton, a seventh seed out of the CCC, and they beat Nanawak, who was the two out of the Berkshire League. Um, they were the second seed uh, the, as well, but they were the number two in the Berkshire League behind Northwestern. And I was Immaculate and St. Paul, both also, as we talked about with the other teams, very young. I mean, Immaculate's got three seniors. I think St. Paul has four. Yeah. And obviously their top kids are juniors uh, in Daniels and Izzo. Um, so both of these teams could be very good again next year also, which is a little bit scary. Yeah. But here's Northwest Catholic with a chance to go to the final against Hagenshock. And this is a very good Hagenshock team. What? This is a great, this is a great matchup. They beat Holy Cross by 14. Okay. They're not afraid of a Catholic school in this. No, no. Um, they are a very good team. Um, I, I really think we're going to get, the matchup that I called at the beginning of the tournament. I think we both called that, that matchup. It is possible. Their games are early. I'm actually going to um, St. Paul. Um, St. Paul. No, I, I had St. Paul Holy Cross. That was my yeah. final point. Uh, but I'm going to go to St. Paul Immaculate at one o'clock at Sage. Cause it's only like 15 minutes away. Uh, it's not really, you know, it's really not crazy to drive somewhere that's far away. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> it's not that far away from you. That's the, especially oh, in the middle of the day. Ber, 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 uh, Berlin's not that close to Hamden, but that said, I'm going to go check them out at the one o'clock for a little bit before I head up to Palmer uh, for the L's. And then obviously Coggenshog Northwest Catholic Coggenshog's one, two punch has been lights out um, Pascarelli. And I want to pronounce it right. It's, 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 <laughs> Mock. You say his Mock. first name. <laughs> not, it's Alex Mock, not Alex Mack. Alex Mock, like racing. Mock. I'll be honest with you, with a last name like Paguaga, um, I understand when you mispronounce someone's name, so I apologize. But uh, Mock. Yeah, Mock seems like, yeah. <laughs> not match, Mock. Uh, yeah, Mock. Um, so him and Coat and Pascarelli have been awesome in this tournament for them. And that's what you need to win a tournament. You need, I believe, I saw the box score. I think they went three innings each. So I think they're both ready to go for this semifinal game. And maybe they only need one of them. They might only need one of them, um, which I but think. Look, if they can keep there. throwing two of them and, and having them both eligible to go the next game, that's a great strategy, which we, we don't see that a lot when they have two top don't pitchers. don't see that anymore. Usually they, they throw one and then they'll throw the next. But to use them both like that, I really like what Kagenshaw has been doing there. It's, it's pretty interesting because – then you have them both fully ready to go for every game. Yeah. Well, it should Smart be move. interesting. We got good semifinals. We're excited. We'll be out there. Scott's going to be at Municipal. I mean, he's going to be at uh, Cubetta 
on Tuesday. And listen, uh, I'm not, I love driving around the state and going to baseball stadiums. So don't blame me for this. But no, I mean, I'm not. It made no sense to be playing. No, these games I just, at, I just like to, take, I just like to take a couple of shots. This isn't the first time that the FCAC has. Uh, look, the CIAC gives the FCAC the lacrosse finals, okay, and deservedly so. <laughs> they get to right, play. yeah. At least they're not making Darian go play Wilton or New Canaan up in the Hertford. That that's like a smart Darian's move. Darian's not in anymore, so Fairfield Prep. That's right, Darian. That will prep. Okay, prep. Preps is prep <laughs> okay. as far up the line this, as it goes. This is what I wanted to say. Um, what if Fairfield Prep was in the semifinals for Double L? Yeah, it's an interesting question because um, technically they're in Fairfield and Kubet is closer than Waterbury. I think they might have done the same thing um, and moved it. But I, again, if, if it was prep, I wouldn't have minded, even if it was just prep going back to municipal. But it would have made sense to play. Still, it would have made sense to play a Cubetta, I yeah, think. No, I know. Prep. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, what if prep got in? Like, technically, they're in Fairfield County, but they don't play in the FCAC. So would they have gone to municipal? Anyway. Whatever. And I want to say that the final should be at Palmer. No one should be arguing for a final like you better. All the finals are played at the same place. It's a super special weekend and that you can't change that. So that should be off the table. But the semifinals belong at Cubetta, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's fine. I, I get it. I just like to bust chops. And this is what happens when we don't have anything to do on a Sunday. Exactly. So we have, um, let's see. I still have three teams left that could win championships. You have three also? Yep. So I have St. Paul, Berlin, and East Catholic. You have Hand, East Catholic, and St. Paul. Is that right? Correct. And All I right. picked Ward, so sorry. Sorry, Brett. I picked Prep, so sorry, Prep. Well, no, um, I picked Ward last episode when we – Oh, last episode. We, I stuck with my guns. You did. I should have uh, Greenwich. I, I, when, I, when I redid the Final Four, I did Richfield, Greenwich, Newington – West Hill, sorry, McMahon, sorry, Norwalk. I uh, did Hand, Wilton, Berlin, North Haven, half, only half. Uh, East Catholic, Waterford, Northwest, Bacon, uh, three, that's not bad. Uh, St. Paul, Nanawag, Holy Cross. I know I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here, we're in the semifinals. Do we want to do semifinal picks? We keep hedging yeah, our bets. No, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll start in S. Uh, I'll go first. I'm going to take – I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to take St. Paul and Cog and Chog. That's who I picked at the beginning. Um, I think that's the best matchup, and I think that's a matchup that I think a lot of people want to see. I want to see Ryan Daniels and Izzo and uh, Cam Ceruto in the box against Kobe Pascarelli or Alex Mock. I want to see that. I'm, I, I... Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I, you know, again, at this point, anyone can win, but I'm with you on those two teams. And that is a great, great final if that happens, especially if all those kids are lined up to pitch and face each other. Like, that's an awesome class S game. Like, if you have all that firepower going in one game, like legit, legit college kids playing in a class S game, that could be awesome. Yeah. And then we go to M. We got East Catholic Waterford and Northwestern Woodland. I say this with all respect. That East Catholic Waterford game might be the best semifinal. Um, you could argue it could be a could great be. championship. Yeah. Yep. Um, but the way the brackets work, you know, look, if I, I will say this if East Catholic can beat Waterford, if I don't think anybody's touching Frank Mazzucato in the finals, 
And that's not me going out on a limb. That's me just being honest. He is lights out. His ERA is literally like 0.1. He's got over 100 strikeouts. He's the best pitcher in the state. Obviously, everyone knows he's the best player in the state. Um, they, but they have to get past Waterford first. That's the thing. That's the hard part is, okay, might be able to use him out of the pen. Maybe he starts and gives them like two, three innings. I, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm not going to pretend like I know what's going on in Coach Fiore's head. Um, but if they can get past Waterford, I really think East Catholic is going to have a, you know, win the M championship because Frankie's going to have the ball on Saturday. And I mean, in my opinion, you, you, you don't start him in the semis. You have him in reserve. Yeah. Because <clears throat> then, then in the back of Waterford's head, it's like, oh, they have Frankie who could probably come in and pitch an inning or two here. Um, and that's a psychological thing. Whereas if he's like pitches two and then leaves, Waterford's going to be like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Like, got, yeah. even though the other kids are good too, Frankie's a different level. It's at, a at this different, point. It's a, it's a show. When, you know, when he's on the mound, it's a show. And he throws a ball, you're like, whatever. He threw a 2-0 curveball for a strike that my knees buckled from 90 feet away. (laughs) Okay? It is – that's going to be an all-time game. Uh, And then at the bottom, Northwestern Woodland. Here's the thing. The NVL is a great conference. And the Berkshire League kind of doesn't get talked about enough. Right, the Berkshire League right. is just north of the NVL. Right, Torrington is the most north team in the NVL. You could argue Torrington could be in the Berkshire League. They'd be the biggest school in the Berkshire League with Lewis Mills leaving right. a couple of years ago. But <clears throat> you know, it's kind of the same region of the state, um, and I think that's going to be a really good one too. I think if you ask a lot of people, Woodland is the everyone's going to pick Woodland if you put a poll out because the Berkshire League doesn't get the respect that it deserves. And, you know, Northwestern is a really good team. They can hit. They've been hitting. They have guys up and down that lineup who are awesome. We've been covering them. Their stories are on Game Time CT. Peter Wallace has been covering them for us. You know, just read about this team. They are good. They can hit. They have guys. We've mentioned them. Reisdorf, Birdo. You know, they have a lot of other guys. I I think Northwestern is the team coming out to play and I'm sticking with my original pick East Catholic. I think we're going to get East Catholic Northwestern in the class M finals. All right. I mean, I'm sticking with East Catholic too, obviously I picked them to win it. Um, I'll, and I'll go Woodland just because I think that game's a total toss up Woodland Northwestern, like yeah. great, great game, you know, for the Northwest corner of the state. Um, hopefully a bunch of fans come up to Muzzy for that one from those two schools uh, to see who earns a shot to, to go up against East Catholic in the final and, and take on the, the big boys. Just side note about East Catholic. And I really like to get this point across all the time. You know, Frankie didn't have his best stuff on, on Saturday. It was hot. He was using a rosin bag. It was, you know, it was a lot of sweat. He didn't use it as an excuse because that's just not, no, of not. but you could tell. Right. And it's the same thing with the Western pitchers. Like it was really hot out there. They still scored 19 runs. I mean, Hank Penders, Alex Azaria, uh, Michael Wern at third, even Ethan Udemark, my guy, comes in to replace Frankie. Frankie moves to first. Ethan gets in the lineup. He, I think he had two hits. Right. Uh, Trevor Wan, their leadoff hitter, home run uh, to lead off the second inning. They can hit one through nine in that lineup. So, you know, I don't, you know, you hear people, well, Frankie's not, you know, Frankie's not pitching this game. They could lose. 
Well, yeah, obviously they can. They could lose with anyone on the mound. But this team can hit one through nine, next man up, and they're good. Like, they are just a good overall complete team. Um, But so is Waterford. And even if Connor's not on the mound for Waterford, Waterford is still a very good team with a chance to win this game. And And the pressure's on East Catholic in this game. It's not on Waterford. Absolutely. I mean, this is the this game puts almost more pressure on them than the championship. It's like you got to get there. Like they haven't gotten there in a while. Yeah, I mean, East Catholic hasn't won. And Waterford has. Yeah, East Catholic hasn't won a state championship since 1997. Mm -hmm. So, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Those those games are going to be great. Uh, Let's let's go quickly through L and and double L. Hand, Avon, Berlin, Lyman Hall. I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to go with Daniel Hand. I picked him at the beginning. I think this is their tournament to lose. I've said it a thousand times. Um, and on the other side, I'm going to pick Berlin. I think this is the first time in two years I picked Berlin. Um, I think, you know, look, you don't allow runs in the state tournament. I, mean, I can hear taps being played for Berlin now quietly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think Berlin, you know, look, when when you're pitching is pitching like that. I think uh, Portland did that a couple of years ago. Yeah. Last ass. uh, They beat Thomaston. I think they allowed one run in the state tournament. I mean, when things are turning in the semis. Yeah. When things are clicking that way, you know, it's kind of hard to beat that. Uh, So I'm going to go Berlin hand in the finals. uh, And then I'm going to stick with my original pick. I'm going to pick Daniel hand. Yeah, I'm doing the same Berlin hand, but I'm going Berlin because I picked them when the tournament started. I picked Berlin. Can't change now. Exactly. So, Berlin hand. Uh, let's go to double L. Double um, L. The FCAC Invitational. There you go. Everyone thought this would be the, the Division One boys lacrosse semifinals. All <laughs> FCAC. <laughs> Just kidding. Or I think it's class L because there's no double L. Yeah, in there's lacrosse. no double L. But uh, and that top game, um, I picked Greenwich to be in the final against Prep. Originally, I'm going to stick with Greenwich. I picked uh, Greenwich to be in the finals, and then I went away from it uh, to pick Ward. Um, and I, know I would say that a Norwalk versus McMahon state final would be absolutely. Epic. Oh my God! Yeah, that would be. Oh. I mean, you, you don't know what baseball means to that city and. Th- Everyone would turn up for that. Oh Everyone. my god, that game would be, and you know, like Pete Tucci would be in attendance. Uh, John Cross, uh, Pete Tucci's there anyway. Yeah, I saw Pete you know, the other day. <laughs> uh, John John Cross would would be there as the athletic director at McMahon now, but he was the baseball coach for a while. Yep, I mean, two, um, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So like, there, you know, the people will show for that game, which would be really, really cool. Um, that said, I I don't know who to pick because I didn't pick Greenwich last time. Right. So now if I pick Greenwich, am I, am I, you know, am I a flip flopper? No, because Ward's out. You got to pick someone yeah. new. So uh, now it's a new game. But I picked Greenwich at the beginning. But man, would I love to see Norrock in the finals. Norrock Brad Mitchell's our guy. Brad Mitchell's our guy. Um, so, you Look, know, I like, I, I like all these coaches, all four of these coaches. I really like, I've known before that, before they were head coaches, you know, when they were assistants somewhere else or coaching other sports somewhere else. Three of the four have very strong ties to Stanford. Arango was a, a Stanford High graduate. Uh, Steve Bucket coached there uh, at Stanford High. And then, uh, obviously, Rebellis is coaching West Hill now. So, All right. it's, well, it's so great. For that reason, I'm going to pick Norwalk. All right. I'm, taking, I'm sticking with Greenwich. <laughs> uh, and I'll have the bottom game. 
I'm going West Hill. There it is. I'm saying it. I'm saying it's nothing against McMahon. I'm going with West Hill. I, I, uh, I just, I just like what they're doing. I look, this is a team that I saw against Staples a couple of weeks ago who looked awful. Yeah. They were coming off the, the city championship the night before, um, you know, they just didn't look good, but man, are they playing well now? And this is a team. And I said this to you yesterday morning in, in a text message when we were talking about the game getting moved. And I was like, if I'm West Hill, I want to get on that bus, right? They've gone to NFA. They've gone to Fairfield prep, which is not entirely that far, but it's still far. And they've gone up to far. West Hartford to play hall. If I'm, if I'm coach, I'm getting them on a bus three hours before the game. And I'm just driving around Connecticut. Whatever music they're playing, play it. Okay. Whatever they did on those rides to to Norwich and West Hartford or Fairfield, do it. Drive around Stanford. I don't care. Get into that same mindset that you did for the other three games when you had to go on the road and go far. Okay. Do that. Because they are playing. They watch the karate. They watch the karate kid on the on the way home from NFA on the uh, like the movie on the bus. That's my like... guy, Long Island baby, Ralph Macchio. All right, diehard Islanders fan. That's my guy right there. Okay, do oh, that. With you, okay, this is maybe awesome. they will. They are here. Otherwise, I... it's only like a, a five minute drive from West. Yeah, Island, like, like go drive around the city. Come drive to Hamden. We'll go to Ray and Mike's. Okay, actually, I won't be here, but. Just do do what you've been doing. Go to their Sage run, Park. their run has been incredible. So is McMahon. I mean, McMahon got the Manchester, Hamden, and Newington. Those are not three uh, short trips either. No, they're not. I just I just picked West Hill, so I'm just gonna ride that train. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, this is tough. This might be the toughest game to pick. I mean, they're they're both so even. Um, trying to see, I don't think they even played in the regular season. Not oh they did play uh, West Hill won eleven to seven that's a slugfest. But this is um, this is not the same McMahon team. Not the same McMahon team. Not the same West Hill team. Jeez, uh, holy cow! I'm gonna go West Hill too. I, I, I gotta stick with West Hill. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I like both these coaches a lot. I like both these programs a lot. I like the ads. I like oh, everything about both these schools. But we we said it. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go West Hill. All Norwalk final. Would be that would be epic. We're gonna have to get George Albano to come out of retirement. And look, Greenwich and West Hill. For those who don't know, Greenwich and West Hill are only nine miles away from each other too. Like yeah. those schools are very close to each other when you actually like look at a map. Yeah, I'm just saying. So we, we got to get George Albano out of retirement to cover that game if it's Norwalk McMahon. No question. I'm sure he'll be there anyway. Oh, absolutely. George is all time. get him to write something. I had the pleasure of working with him for two years, and I've learned so much about the history of Norwalk working with him but that would be a wild final greenwich mcmahon would be a great final norwalk west hill would be a great final it would be awesome but i have norwalk and west hill in my finals and i'm gonna go with west hill that'd be amazing west hill won the state championship to be my to be my double l state champion i'm second greenwich but um just because i don't want to change at this point but, yeah i don't blame uh, you know again, i don't blame but i also do I, I, I could i could pick any of these four and then feel com- comfortable with it yeah, I don't want to pick, you know, the same as you as well. So one of us will be hated and one of us will be loved. There you go. That's how we like it. Um, it's usually um, me who's hated, but, you know. Yeah. So as long as there's no rain, I don't even want to say the word, on Tuesday, we will be back Wednesday for a little uh, yes. finals preview. Yeah. Wednesday uh, morning, we will be back for a final preview, talk about 
what went down in the what went down in the semis, how right Pete was, how wrong Scott was, or <laughs> vice versa. Um, and maybe if I get some some tweets, I'll read them aloud when, when my picks go. go wrong. So for Pete, I'm Scott. We will see you in a couple of days on high and tight. All right. See you guys later.